0: What would you say is the biggest change in terms of being in a healthy body? For me, believe it or not, is
1: actually just walking up the stairs and not getting out of breath. The active side of it, like, I've got two children, and my son's only eight, and trying to run after him when he's took something he shouldn't have done, <laughs> and I couldn't physically do it. Like, I used to get so out of breath, even walking with him to school, I used to come back and go to sleep because I was tired and that is the biggest thing for me. I've, I haven't just done it for me, I've done it for my family as well. I've added years onto my life, losing all that weight and that's the most important thing to me. So I'm
0: available for my peace. Slimming Storage is branching out. I've created a Facebook group and over the next couple of months, I'll be building the community starting with live Slimming Story Conversations. This is your opportunity to feature on one of the upcoming podcast episodes and share your weight loss journey. Are you with me? All you need to do is just click on the link in the podcast show notes or search for Slimming Stories within the group feature on Facebook. I would love to see you there. Hello welcome back to another episode of Slimming Stories. I'm your host Claire Olden west I'm a little bit hyper at the moment. I've just—I've looked at my download numbers for the podcast, and I've reached thirty thousand unique downloads. So I'm just really—I'm over the moon, and I just want to say a huge thank you for everybody that has continued to listen, download, spread the word, send this podcast to the friends. And I know that some consultants have even spoke about it in the group. And I'm really thankful for everybody that has allowed my podcast to grow. So thank you so much. It really does mean. A great deal to me. So I'm a bit hyper. And uh yeah, it happened. So I just want to say as well, if you listen to the podcast episode last week, I talked about mindset and how to even begin to reach a goal. And I also spoke about the fact that I've actually left my day job after 16 years. It, it's a big, scary move for me. And it, it didn't happen overnight. But for sure, it kind of has to start somewhere. And if you're listening today and maybe over lockdown you thought to yourself you know what there's something more that I can give other than what I do at the day job there's something maybe you've got a passion or something that you even consider not to be on the lines of earning money because you see this as a hobby and you think to yourself actually I can't earn money from doing that because I love it so much you know often the things that we really love to do are the things that we need to give back to the world because they're the things that we could actually do well at. Can you imagine turning up to your day job and loving what you do? And if you have entrepreneurial dreams and ambitions, I'd like to invite you to join me and my fellow entrepreneur friends over to Clubhouse on a Saturday at 7.30 UK time. I'll be over there. Just discussing everything in terms of dreams and ambitions and where to even start. If you're somebody that would love to do something more, then get up and do the day job that you've already got. Maybe there's something within your day job that actually you could think, I'd like to do that myself. I'd like to reinvent that and put my own edge onto it and repurpose that as a new business. And if this is making you think, actually, I would love to do X, Y, and Z, then come over on to Clubhouse on a Saturday evening at 7.30. You do need to have either an iPhone or an iPad. I do believe they're putting different things in place with the app to allow a further reach. But they are, I guess, the restrictions at the moment. On to today's guest. Kelly Lambert has had a fantastic, fantastic weight loss journey. She has lost nine stone with Slimming World. And this just started with an image that was taken on holiday and being shared on Facebook. And that was a moment that she knew that something had to change. So is introducing Kelly Lambert to her episode of Slimming Stories. The reason that I've invited you on the show, Kelly, is you've had, a, an amazing, you've had an amazing weight loss. At what point did you feel that you, was, you were struggling with your eating habits? I've always been a
1: confident girl, like I've never let my weight bother me, I've always been a big girl, but we was on holiday in 2018 and my husband videoed me dancing with my daughter and he put it on Facebook and when I went onto to Facebook and I had a look, I was mortified, I made him take it down, luckily he didn't delete it, I've still got that video. Um... And it was that point, I just, something just clicked. And I was just like, is that me? Like, I didn't see myself like that. Took a piece of my heart. I was like, I can't believe that's me. So I literally come back off holiday on the Friday, on the Monday. I signed straight up to Slimming World. And I was just like, it's coming off this time. Because I've been, I've done it previous years. I've been to group. I even tried Weight Watchers and nothing ever happened. Like, I used to lose a couple of pounds even there and then put it back on, lose a pound, but it never stuck. But seeing that video that day, I was mortified. I was just like, I can't believe I've let myself
0: go that big. It's a strange thing, isn't it? And I've heard it before from guests and I've experienced it myself where, you know, we'll we'll get ready we'll look in the mirror we'll you know go to clothes shops and try clothes on but often it's that one photo or that one snippet that is taken yeah. off guard that really can throw us so just leading up to that moment how did you feel about you know your body you explained there that you actually felt quite confident as, I've, as a I've big always girl always
1: been a confident girl always like I approach my husband now like it's never bothered me in that aspect but I always used to keep it to myself like my family knew I struggled but because I was such a big bubbly personality it sort of got lost in that aspect when I was with my friends like I covered it up a lot and I used to suffer on my own when I was at home on my own or I did used to cry to my mum and like I said, I have done it in the past. So I've gone to groups and tried diets. Like, but Before I got married, I did lose four stone um, for my wedding. And then I put it all back on again within three or four months after I got married. Because I set a goal. And once I got married, I was just like, oh, I don't need to do it no more. I've done my goal. I lost the weight for the wedding. And then I put it all back on. But... Yeah, I have struggled with it mentally as well. I was bullied at school, but I never let it affect my life, if you get what I mean. I always went out there, put a smile on, and
0: just put it to the back burner in my, my mind. So do you feel that from being bullied at school to being a teen and then being an adult, that being able to mask how you truly felt was your yeah. one of your coping, coping yeah, strategies?
1: Very, very good at that. I was always the friend that they came to me for advice and, like, you know, always tried to make them happy before myself. And Mm. even at the age of 32 now, I still do that. (laughs) I do try and make everybody else happy. But it was that time in my life where I was just like, no, it's time to make me happy for a change. So, and believe it or not, I have lost a few friends along the way
0: of my journey so it's strange that isn't it and just go to the back to the bullying it's awful to think that anybody anybody would bully somebody so much that you know on a on a constant how was that for you at school how was that for you during your school time was it a constant bullying or was it just names that would just be associated with you that people would use
1: it was It was
0: a lot of names.
1: I don't get me wrong, I had a very good, strong group of friends at school. I wouldn't say I was like popular, I wasn't, but I was sort of the middle, like I, I used to get on with everybody. Everybody knew who I was, but there was a snippet of them people at my school that was horrid. Mm. and it was only probably from year ten where I did become good friends with one girl and they sort of left me alone. Yeah. Because I, I did stick up for myself and they sort of left me alone then. But primary school, high school, most of my high school, I was
0: bullied about my weight more than anything. You know, you talk about your confidence. Was the confidence a heartfelt confidence or was the confidence something that you, I guess portrayed on the outside to other people in terms of actually feeling that like a gut feeling did did you feel did you feel confident or was you able to show a confident front
1: yeah that's exactly what it was like everybody thought I was confident but it was just an act it was just I put a front just to like yeah I put it was more of a front than anything else was mostly the boys that was the most cruelest than the girls it was the boys not the girls it was it, it was more more the lads more than anything yeah but to be fair I was quite lucky I did have a boyfriend in year eight so even though I was I used to get teased I did have a boyfriend through school and that that did boost my confidence as well but yeah it's just high school isn't it like my daughter She's had a, she's had the same sort of thing through her primary school. She went up to high school this year, but she has been bullied about a weight a lot at primary as well. Oh, goodness.
0: It breaks my heart. It, it really does, and I think there's there's so much more to being young and at school. There's so much opportunity. You know, I know we're living around COVID, but there are generally so many opportunities and and opportunities where you know children can focus their energy not onto not onto bullying. So in school and then coming out of school, how did you nurture your your confidence? If you had this exterior that was that was always there, this like second face, so to speak. How was it when you was with yourself on your own during these times that, you, you know, you didn't feel, I guess, connected with with what you were showing to the, you know, to everybody else, the people around you?
1: I just used to shut off. I used to literally just be a hermit in my bedroom. If I weren't out with my few friends that I had, I literally just, I was really close with my nan. So, like, me and my nan was inseparable. So I used to spend a lot of time with my nan, just me and her. So we used to, like, watch TV programmes. But my nan was a, a feeder, which didn't help choose to <laughs> feed me <laughs> make me happy with food Aww.
0: so yeah, yeah she spoiled me a little bit. The meanwhile, well don't they The mean, mean well and it's just a way to show affection if, if that's something you know that, that you've always that you've always done and going back to what you said about you know your wedding day and, and having that goal and then that was over what was different when you saw this photograph on your holiday in terms of making that change
1: I don't know if it was because it was out there on Facebook because if you go through my Facebook years ago you literally you would just get my face I would just take a photo of my face you would never really see a full body yeah. and if people tagged me in photos of full body remove tag delete photo <laughs> <laughs> Um. So I, I don't know if that was the difference because I always had control of what was put on my social media, and then mm. when my husband put that video on, and I seen how many views it got before I seen it, I was just like, oh my god, like, mm. no, I, they've they've seen me. Even though like most of my friends on Facebook, I do see quite regular, and they know what I look like. Yeah, but I don't know. That was my turning point for me. That that was just something
0: had to change. And what what did you see when you looked at that video image?
1: I was disgusted. I was like, I felt sick. That's how I explain How I can explain I felt sick.
0: I couldn't believe that that was me. And the fact that you're able to pick yourself up from that moment of having those feelings and walking into a weight loss group is, you know, all credit to you. And you know, you spoke about losing weight and then putting the weight back on. When you joined Simmon World, at what point did you think actually this could really, this could really work, and this could be possibly a lifestyle change for for me and my family? Luckily, I had my
1: mom join with me, and my first week, I actually lost six and a half pounds. And I think it was after I got on the scales, I was just starting. I got off and she was like, well done, you've lost six and a half pounds. I was like, I don't think I've ever lost that much in a week. It sort of gave me that fire. I was like, I want that every week. I want to come on these scales and I want to lose every single week. And I was like, I've ate loads. I couldn't believe how much I could actually eat. Mm. Like, I was... Like my first week, I just remember kept saying to my husband, I'm eating too much, I'm not going to lose anything. Like, how is this? Not a diet, a lifestyle. how is this a lifestyle change? At the time, I was like, how is this a diet? Like, I'm eating loads, but it, it works. You have got to eat to lose. And not, I understand that now, where when I've done it in the past, I'll be, I'll be honest, I have starved myself. And I have gone to group and I've put a pound on And I'm like, but why? I haven't eaten nothing. So it is true what they say, you have got to eat
0: to lose. And after that initial weight loss, was it the recognition that you was going in the right direction with your weight loss? What was your motivation? Because I think we get, all get that initial, you know, buzz of, of seeing those first couple of weeks where, the, you know, obviously we're losing quite a lot yeah. of water too and the weight's yeah. coming off what what carried you through those months of maybe where you like losing a pound or or two pound don't get me wrong I had my days where I've gone to group
1: and I've stayed the same and I'm like why why when I've I've followed plan on 100% I had a meltdown in group because I got to about three stone loss still at three stone I couldn't tell by looking in the mirror I was like I don't look no different. My clothes have got looser, but I just felt like I was still quite big. And everybody around me was like, Cal, you look amazing. You've lost three stone. You need to like give yourself a bit more credit. So I literally went to group and I stayed the same again. And I had a meltdown with my consultant. I literally just started to cry. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? Mm. And she was like, go back to basics. Because you do get in that rut. If you get what I mean, you get stuck in the rut. And... Muslim World Consultant Julie, she was just like, Whatever you do, even if you have a day of eating whatever you want, crap, chocolate, crease, cakes. She went, always make sure you make sure you get up in the morning, dust yourself off, and get back on the horse. That's what she always said. She went, We are gonna fall off the wagon, but make sure you get back up. And that stuck with me. So don't get me wrong, I used to have really crap weeks where I used to sit there and thinking, I don't want to do it no more. And I used to eat my body weight in crisp chocolate, mm. get on the scales and I've put two pound on. But I was like, I deserve it. I've had a rough week and that would make me want to do it even more then because I've had a crap yeah. week. I've ate loads of rubbish. And that was a bit of a cycle for a little while. Like I've lost nine stones. So yeah. I'm not saying it's, it was easy and it really, really wasn't.
0: But you've done it. You have done it. Yeah. You've, you've made it. You've you've made that change. What would you say is the biggest change in terms of being a healthy body?
1: For me, believe it or not, is actually just walking up the stairs and not getting out of breath. The active side of it. Like I've got two children, and my son's only eight, and trying to run after him when he's took something he shouldn't have done, <laughs> and I couldn't physically do it. Like, I used to get so out of breath, even walking him to school. I used to come back and go to sleep because I was tired. And Gosh. that is the biggest thing for me. I've, I haven't just done it for me. I've done it for my family as well. I've added years onto my life, losing all that weight.
0: And that's the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm around for my kids. Oh, that that is lovely. And, you know, I'm... I'm a parent of a I seem to be 14 year old and I've, I've been there, you know, you need to be, you need to be on the ball you, for the kids, especially at that age, because they are literally like lightning, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> they're, they're literally like lightning and it's easy to feel how being in a, an healthy body can impact your children when you're not able to keep up with them and, and keep that keep that yeah. pace. And what a gift <laughs> of have given giving your children, knowing that you're now in a in a healthy body and they they can learn from you and see from your habits and implement those those changes themselves so you know you talk about being out of breath there have you taken up any exercise in all this time of of losing the weight or have you done this purely by diet alone purely
1: by diet like I did try and go to the gym and it just wasn't for me at all I do walk I do a lot of walking Um, I do enjoy that And I have done DVDs in the past, but honestly, they're just not for
0: me. (laughs) Walking's a good exercise, yeah. yeah. That's a really good, healthy healthy exercise. If you can get out and go for a walk, then, you know, credit to you, especially, you know, during, I don't want to say lockdown, because by the time I release this, I'm open, it's all going to be lifted. In particular, during, you know, lockdown, going out for walks, getting that fresh air, having that time to, I guess, clear our minds from... The noise and the clutter that we can accumulate throughout the day is such a such yeah. a gift, isn't it? To to have yeah. just be able to get get some fresh air. Talking about you know the confidence piece and putting up the front and and letting people not really get to to see the real you. Has that changed now? Now you've lost the weight and being able to show exactly who you are rather than put on this front. Yes and no. I'm still a massive warrior
1: like I was when I was bigger. That's never going to change. But my style's definitely changed in clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got more confident to wear what I want now because that was a big thing before. Like, I would be like, I can't wear that. I'm too big to wear that. But now I'll just go, if I want to wear it, I'll wear it. Because I never used to, I would never, you would never have seen me dead in a pair of leggings (laughs) when I was a bigger girl. But never wear leggings. That's that's a big that's a, a big change. Like going back to what I said, I've lost a few friends as well. They've said I've changed. I've and I was like, I'll, I'll never change. I'm still Kelly, just maybe with a bit of fire in her. You know yeah. that because my confidence has gone from down here to like up
0: here. That is fantastic, and I think that from people on the outside looking in and wanting I guess that comfortable Kelly and seeing that transformation I think possibly can intimidate some people for whatever reason because they may be looking at you and seeing in you what they'd like to have but feel that they can't have so I think it's, it's good to you know keep the friends around you that give you that positive Energy and you know if, if people can't appreciate or see that, yeah. it's time to move on, isn't it?
1: Oh, definitely. But just gotta say, like on my Facebook, the support that I've had from people from school as well. Like I've got quite a few people from school who I who I'm not as close with now. Who I was close with at school. The support I've had off them, like literally, Facebook has kept me going because it doesn't matter if I lost, stayed the same or gained, I always put it on Facebook every week without fail. I never lied, always put it on. Even if I was really disgusted in myself and I put £5 on, say, I always put it on because I felt like I wasn't just letting myself down. If I didn't do it properly, I wasn't just letting myself down, but I was letting the people down. That's followed my journey as well.
0: Staying honest, Um, I think, to your journey is really crucial because there's no point... Showing this facade or this fake, yeah, fake you because people will will see through that. And the fact that you've had that conviction just to show up, whether you've had a good week or a bad week, is yeah, is really key. you got realistic. Yeah. You're not
1: going to lose every week, and and that you know because I have had a lot of messages saying you're inspiring, and that is lovely. Like, and I have got a few girls into swimming world as well and that is amazing because that's what I want I want to help people now
0: you've lost this way you've eaten healthy you've made so so many positive changes is there any advice that you could offer somebody that would would like to would like to start making those changes but not really sure because they've tried it many times and they can't quite get the consistency like you've had for example maybe they've, they've lost weight for the wedding and then they have put the weight back on what piece of advice could you offer
1: if you are thinking to yourself oh I really want to lose weight but I don't think it's going to work if you don't try you're never going to know and you've got to take that leap of faith and you've got to trust yourself and you've got to believe in yourself because when you start believing to yourself good things happen And that's my advice. You've just got to keep going. Like I said, it's not going to be easy. You are going to have days where you feel like you failed. But you've just got to keep going until you're happy with yourself. And another thing as well, be realistic with your goals. You know, like I was 19 stone and I, I said to my husband, I'm not going to walk in there and say, I want to get to 10 stone. I was like, it's not realistic. So I set my first target member at 13 stone. Yeah. And I, I got to that within six months. And I was absolutely gobsmacked myself. I was like, I didn't expect to get to 13 stone. Like, So then I set it at 10 stone. So uh, be realistic. Don't go in there and go, I want to lose 12 stone. Yeah, that's your own personal goal. But go in there and set your target just a little bit higher than what you want, Mm. so you've got something little to work towards. Like when I was at group, there was a lady, and she used to set herself mini targets each week. Like this week, I want to lose—I want to lose a pound. I'll be happy if I lose a pound. If I lose more, brilliant. But that's my target, and I did that for a while. I used to set little mini targets, and that helped me like try and go in realistic like
0: you're not going to lose a stone a week it, it's not going to happen so I think so my... yeah I think breaking down your targets to, to mini mini targets mini goals is is very digestible when you've got a large amount of weight to lose I, th- I think that is great advice I just want yeah. say thank you so much Kelly for spending this time with me really appreciate it i know you know your your story is is super inspiring and you know nine stone is such a such a large amount of weight to lose and you know you're such an inspiration to people that will have that amount to to lose and wondering how how they can go about that and you know you've given some great tips to follow thank you so much claire you're welcome take care If listening to this episode has inspired you to to put forward some changes, I know that we've got spring and then comes Easter and all of that chocolate. But if really deep down you sat there thinking to yourself, I I need to change. If when you look in the mirror and you go shopping for clothes, it doesn't fill you with, with delight because you're not living in the body that you would love to be living in, if you're living in a body that is obese or overweight and you're noticing health restrictions because of the weight that you carry and you feel sluggish, then, you know, spring is a time for change. It's a time for change. I would recommend listening to the podcast that I released last week to really get into that mindset around implementing change. And before you actually goal set that might be a good idea for you. If, if you've struggled in the past to really commit to a goal, then I would recommend that. But if this has inspired you, then please go and follow Kelly at K-E-L-L-S-W-J. I'll also pop the link in my show notes for Kelly's Instagram account and you will find her journey and see some great inspirational photos that will allow you to believe that this is possible. This isn't just For Kelly, this is for you too. And I would love to see you over on my Facebook group. I announced a couple of weeks ago that I am relaunching my Facebook group. And since then, I've not been very active. You know, I'll, I'll admit that I've not been very active. But now that I've left my day job and that now that things are calming down, I'll be over there and I'll be more active. And I will be hosting lives with guests and even... You know, anybody that's listened to this, if you would like to appear live with me within my Facebook group, come over, send me a DM, we'll have a conversation and you may well appear on the podcast. And that's what I'm looking to do with Slimmer Stories. I want to make it more accessible to everybody. You know, it's it's great having guests on that have lost these big weight losses, but I also want to have the conversation around guests that maybe have struggled or maybe they feel that their self esteem has been affected because of weight loss and not really reconnecting with the loss, so they see the you know the the scales go down, but they, they don't feel that their confidence has improved as a result so I want to have those those honest conversations and also if you're returning to setting goals, having lost weight, and then put weight back on, I want to really reconnect with conversations about how we can step into confidence and how we can address self-esteem issues that happen as a result of having reached goal and then having put the weight back on. Because surely, you know, we we must recognise that we can't wait for, you know, whether it be six months or a year or two years to get the weight off again until we start to feel happy and content with our own bodies. there's something that we need to do now to put into place so that we can feel truly happy and content so i'm sending all the virtual hugs out to you if anybody needs to hear that if anybody needs to hear that you don't have to be at goal to be worthy of being happy you don't you truly don't that is something that maybe you've told yourself on repeat and i know because i've been there I've been that person that believes that when I get to a size 10, I'll be happy as Larry and jumping around like Bambi. And I know from guests that I've had on in the past that that doesn't happen. And we need to really home into the fact that we deserve to be happy. We deserve to have self-esteem, you know, walk with our back straight, with our head's high, knowing that we are worthy to spend time on self-care and nurture ourselves like we would our friends, you know, let's start to practice the dialogue that we would have with our friends and family with ourselves. And let's start to do that now. Let's not wait till we're at goal. Let's start to do that now because there really is no time to wait. The best place, the best place that we can position ourselves when we are at goal is to have positive self-care and positive self-talk. So wishing you a great week ahead and if the Easter eggs are there or whether they're not there, <laughs> however you're going to go on that, I know some of my friends are like, I'm not going to touch a chocolate, I'm, I'm going to, you know, vanish the <laughs> Easter eggs out into the garden they can eat their eggs outside. Wherever you're at with that story and wherever you want to go, just wishing you a, a, a great week and I'll be back this time next Sunday producing the next episode of Slimming Stories. So have a great one and take care.